0: Hello and welcome. This is the weekly recap week 53,
1: 52 actually.
0: 52, week 52. So this is uh, a year in in podcasts, but uh, as a matter of fact
1: the, the first podcast went up on April 15th. So just going to throw that out there. I was wrong about last week. So it's not um, even been go a year fuck yet. Fuck so yeah. we're yeah. No, I this, mean it it makes sense that like
0: it coincided with your birthday so we can just assume that it's your birthday
1: it's the fact that birthday. you no, yeah, you're right. the
0: fact that you didn't use first of the month as the intro song last <laughs> week is <laughs> really just disappointing um i thought why we did you brothers. not why didn't you say anything is the i point. was listening to it this morning and i was like why <clears throat> it's it, it, there's too many things that hit you know the yeah. uh, podcast being a year old and first of the month being one of the, one of the best songs by a nineties band that no one really knows about anymore.
1: (laughs) Go Um, ahead and tell me, tell me the name of the band. Tell me the name, tell me the name name of the group. Uh, Bone Thugs and Harmony. Shut up. Okay. But I mean, we talked a lot about DMX on that podcast, so I figured party up would be the perfect intro song.
0: Yeah. I just want to say like, Sorry that the sound quality of this podcast is not going to be great because I didn't feel like driving to next tonight. Um, But we're all here. We're on group FaceTime, which is pretty lit. So here we are. There's got to be a better way to do this. Like, I think that they're like, you ever listen to a podcast that has like a guest on it? And it's like, they're in the room with them. Yeah, Jake. Like, I get that we don't have professional equipment, but like, There's got to be a better way. We need to come up with that better way. It's called being in the
1: room. Right. Yeah.
0: Mm, Yeah. See about that. So it's been for me, I don't know, a pretty uneventful week. Um, We went to get some beers on Friday night and, and it's been, it's been kind of lacking. I don't know. Uh, We, we did hit a couple in in San Francisco. I didn't really get a a chance to talk much last week because it's, Impossible to do a podcast when you're the only one on Facetime and there are eight people <laughs> in the room. He's not wrong. Yeah, no, that's true. So, that's true. so yeah, it, was it was hard to do. do it was hard to do it like in person. It really <laughs> there was. was. So many people. There I was, was so many people. It's hard to like. It's hard to like
1: mediate all of that. I was very so I flustered agree. the whole time. Like I was like, uh, <laughs> "What are we talking about? Oh wait, like let, let's let's keep it on point. Let's uh, guys, right, you gotta, like, you gotta yeah, you gotta make sure that people are
0: like." everybody's getting a chance to talk and everything and, and there's just not enough time.
1: I feel like the podcast went over very well though. Like all things considered, I think it ended up being pretty good. I think it was just so all over the place that it was tough to like, keep, keep the reins on, you know? I agree. Yeah. That's
0: why I think that one, one to two guests is like the max that you can have. You know what I mean? Or else it just gets, Every, you know you want to get everybody's opinion and stuff but you don't and you don't want to have anybody feel left out but at the same time like you're gonna move for on sure. you don't want to you don't want to spend like yeah. 15 minutes answering one question or like yes. having people read off
1: their emojis
0: and stuff like that
1: well and the I thing agree. is too yeah. like there's nobody's gonna sit quietly for 15 minutes while the other five people talk right right yeah. so that's when that's what ended up happening is we all started to like talk <laughs> over each other and there was a lot of back and forth which was fine but there's no end in sight there. Like it just it just keeps going and going and going. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So it's uh it's all it's uh back to just fam tonight and uh we're ready to talk about some beer. Um I am having a Ghost City from Me too. Dancing Gnome. Um Ghost City is one of I think the best beers I've had from Dancing Gnome. And I'm comfortable saying that. So yeah. I, you know, I don't know if anyone agrees. Jake obviously can't agree because he doesn't live here anymore. Like, <laughs> no, I don't. That's, that's just a fact.
1: <laughs>
0: that's not facts. facts I'm
1: going to go ahead no and printer. say that it's not, um, it's not just a great beer. It's probably one of their better beers.
0: Oh, I agree. Like, I, I I had... So, I had Avum before this. Today, when I went there. I am not a huge fan of Avum. And they don't consider it uh, a session IPA. They consider it a session ale. And I asked Trevor when I was there. And he said... It's not as hop-forward as Ghost City. So, that's why they don't consider it, like, a a, a session IPA. And... Honestly, like, you can tell a difference. Like, it, oh, yeah. it, it just, it does not hit as hard as Ghost City does. No. And Ghost City is, like, it's, like, 4% alcohol, but still tastes like an IPA. And I need them to make more. I want them to make more. I hope they make more in the future. So, like, I, it, it, Amazes me that this beer has been around for like what two weeks now, and they have not sold out of cans or a week at least a week.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, they're actually like so. Dancing Gnome is in Chicago this weekend to see Dead Sleep, or I'm sorry, not Dead Sleep, Delta, Delta Sleep is the name of the band that they collaborated it is, on. This
0: beer. Yes, Delta Sleep. Yes,
1: correct. So it's just a great damn beer. If you can make it to Dancing Gnome this week get a four pack of it because please, it is please. insanely good. It is an easy yeah. drinker. It's great for baseball season. It's great for all the, you know, summer activities, the springtime activities that we have coming up, you know, don't, so good. If you don't want to get drunk on a, you know, little league baseball diamond, this is the beer for you because this you can like, have like three or four of them and not really feel it, but you're still drinking beer. So. This is like the
0: craft version of all day. Like, this is what I want from a craft brewery. Like it, it, it I think it drinks better than all day.
1: <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I you think know? we've all raged about all day. And I will say that there's not a lot of bad about that beer, but this one somehow is better. Right.
0: Agreed. Yeah, uh, oh, I Yeah. Coincidentally, I have coincidentally, I have, at least six more cans of all day in my fridge right now. And that beer is just so fucking good, man. Like of the, of the like large craft breweries, that's the best beer. I don't think that there's even a debate. Uh, Maybe stone IPA I'd put up there. So stone IPA, I, I can, there was like this one day that I can remember, like, it sticking in my mind, like, oh, this is really, this is, like, what craft beer is, like, this is, this is what I'm looking for, and we went to, we went on this, like, company picnic on, I want to say it was in, like, the middle of June in, like, 2016 or something, because we, it was, like, a group of us, and we all went to this, like, campground, basically, and the beer options that were there were, like, were, like, Miller, like fucking uh, bud heavy and stone ipa but <laughs> bud heavy bud heavy of all of all the ways to describe regular budweiser <laughs> you've that's never actually you've a common heard that that's before? actually a very common yeah, term yeah people say that all the time and <clears throat> no and, and i was like holy shit like stone ipa this is this is fantastic And like obviously i found a lot of beers since then that i like more than stone ipa but like for me in terms of larger craft and or like almost bordering on dig beer, like that is one of the best ones that I've had.
1: So uh, and it's so
0: consistent every single time you have it. You're and that's that's what I like is it's close enough to you know when you have a Miller Lite, it tastes the same every single time. Like it's nice that you get some variety in these smaller places, but at the same time when I have a, like when I'm picking up a Stone IPA like I want stone ipa and i want that to taste the, exactly the same way every I single think, time. i yeah, think that's a that's an interesting point because uh, i don't know like i i i can't think of like that many beers that i'm like oh this is like consistent i can get this all the time maybe that's a lie eh, that's a lie I don't know. Nick, any, any comments? Um, I will say there are a lot I don't know, of like 60 minute, like 60 minutes. What's one your thing? Like, okay, Alex, I'll, I'll, I'll pitch this question to you. What's your, you know, bordering on big beer craft favorite. I, I, I would say like, I, I think I'd say 60 minute. Like I, I think Donfish head
1: is like, they're just a solid brewery, you know? I also feel like Dogfish, like to piggyback off of that, I feel like Dogfish is one of those like very um, easy to get along with places. If you know what I mean? Like they're not like, they've never been in the news for bad press. They've never been like accused of racism and like underpaying (laughs) their employees and like stuff like that. Like Founders has been in the news. No, no, no. I mean, Founders (laughs) was in the news recently for racism. Are they actually? Yeah. Really? Yes. How? That was, I I want to say it was like within the last two years, but yeah, there was an article about it um, where basically they were like, yeah, you know what? Um, Founders has like a white people printer and the black people printer. Like, I'm not kidding. That was actually like a part of this article and it was really fucked up. Like apparently there was a black employee that was referred to by the N word, like. All this stuff that, yeah, like, it's a big thing. Holy shit. So, like. I
0: mean, honestly, like, in some respect, like, that doesn't surprise me. Because I feel like craft beer culture, like, is is
1: very white. They're also in, like, Like, the whitest part of Michigan that you can imagine. Like, Grand Rapids, Michigan is not. That is so
0: fucked up. And it is just no, 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 don't get me wrong. Oh like, yeah. No, I, no, we, we are in no, we are in no way like condoning that behavior because no. that is repulsive, repugnant. Like, absolutely not. Like, like you, uh, 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 yeah. like, ew.
1: Yeah. And I mean, it's since, like, since that. it's been brought to light, I guess they've been trying to like repair their, their, sure. Of course. Um, but yeah. I mean but No, it's it's fucked up. It's really fucked up. And honestly, I'm surprised that you guys haven't heard about that.
0: Well, I was going to say thank god it wasn't Bells cuz I love too Hearted as well.
1: No, Bells is great. Um Oh yeah, I I should have said that. That's that's like that's All right. My my answer is some shit. My answer but. by far is 60 minute IPA from from Dogfish Head, though, honestly, like, like I was saying, my my Uh, point was,
0: did I not say that?
1: No, 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 I agree, but my 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 point about that one though is, um, Sarah was always just a Belgian beer drinker, and that was it, and so I, like, what got her onto IPAs was sixty Minute IPA, (laughs) so. I fucking hate this FaceTime shit. I hate you guys so much. <laughs> this is what, I, this, this this is what I do. This is what I do every
0: week. The biggest, the biggest bullshit. Oh my God. We should be um, recording yeah. this.
1: Somebody get this on screen grab right now. <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> I love it. I love it. Okay. Yeah. So Sarah, like Belgians. everyone knows that Sarah, I, the, the one thing she does not like is being on this podcast. And And that's T and that's (laughs) T you're right.
1: None of us like Um,
0: racism and (laughs) that's, that's not T that's that's just a fact.
1: No. Yeah. That's yeah. My point is my point is Um, so 60 minute is one of those. uh, It's so middle of the road that you can make it for craft beer people and for people who don't like craft beer and still be like a drinkable beer, right? Like that's, that's my kind of yeah. look at it. And Jake, I think yeah. what you're, what you were saying about stone is kind of the same idea because it's a very like generally accepted beer style. That's not going to offend anyone. It's not going to be like, Oh my God, I can't drink that because there's so much lactose in it or there's so much, uh, you know, caramel and, and burnt marshmallow, flavor in that like you know what I mean like it's that's what at the same time I mean
0: stone IPA is really like a craft craft beer drinkers beer like you're not gonna give that to some random person and expect them to just fall in love with it the first time but if you're into craft beer like that's that's one that if you see it among other ones that you've had before that's something you'd probably pick out of the lineup you know what I mean
1: yeah yeah no I, I I agree completely um so in the, in the bigger craft beer scene though, I think there's a lot that gets swept aside as being too readily available. If you know what I mean? Such as. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: Let's talk about that. I feel like we, I feel like we dance around the topic of like big beer just cause we, you know, like, like obviously we are a craft beer podcast. And like the people who make craft beer are not like large companies. Like it's, it's smaller buttered maple pancakes, ice cream.
1: Holy fuck. Jake, do not send a picture of that to my wife. We'll be flying. I'm I'm pretty geeked. Honestly, Uh,
0: I don't know why this, for this podcast, I'm (laughs) fucking starving. Like, I don't know why. But I I like can't stop eating, and I'm literally taking just a random shit out of my pantry and just putting it in my mouth. At this point, ew. Okay. I'm just really glad All that right. we can't can hear I, can you like eating yeah. it. That's true. Um, but can we yeah, like so get continue like my like, my very like poignant like points about like beer in general. Can we get back? to you say it's point? Would you say it's poignant?
1: Pointient.
0: Pointy <laughs> oh yeah. man. P-O-I-N-T-E-N-T Okay, Alex, point just get to the t- goddamn t- point. Jesus Christ. Oh. You're the one that held up the picture of fucking ice cream. Yeah, I wasn't no, expecting I, anybody to really comment it on that. It takes you fucking okay. 15
1: years to explain what beer you're drinking. Let's go. Come on, here. That's true.
0: Yeah, no, I mean...
1: Jake just walked away. There's Bye. a lot
0: of, like, larger players. <laughs> I would be interested to see, like... I feel like we should go to, like a beer distributor and like get like larger beer players and see how they stack up. Like, I, I feel like we need to do like a, a side by side,
1: like a back to basics and, episode or something. Like, yeah,
0: I, I, I don't know. I, I mean, think like, I think it'd be good. Like I, I feel like, you know, all we talk about is dancing, Home. obviously I mean, <laughs> come on, but you know, like these are, these are the people that like paved the way so to speak, to like this revolution, you know, like they become bigger, but like they're the ones that started all of this. So like, should we be so critical of them? Like, would we have these like smaller breweries that we go to constantly if it weren't for, you know, uh, Sierra Nevada, uh, Dogfish Head, you know, like places like that, you know?
1: Yeah, I really think that if we grew up
0: in one of the areas that had one of the, like, original places, I mean, like, we, a lot of the, the older ones, Stone, Sam Adams, like, Bells, like, they've been around since, like, the fucking 80s, so.
1: Great Lakes is another one. Yeah, like, we, we would have missed that, like, yeah. sort of,
0: but, like, even, even like, 10 years ago when Nick was getting into it, like, there just, there weren't that many fucking breweries. Are you brewers. saying I'm old? You're pretty fucking old. Absolutely. You're so fucking old. I'm surprised he said 10 years. I would have said 20. (laughs) Just for fun. (laughs) Please continue.
1: Just, you know what? That's fine. You know what? That's fine. That's fine. I've been, I've been, been, I've been drinking beer since humans were in diapers. All right. Since Jens were in diapers. Since yuns were in diapers. No. Jan, since yuns were in diapers. Since yuns were in diapers. I was getting down to VFW I, honestly, like, going and going and drinking. Oh, I'm sorry. I can't stop. Okay. Enough. So my, okay. Like the, what I wanted to say about this conversation was the beers that we all kind of pass off as always being there. These flagships, the—I mean, we had fucking flagship February this year for some godforsaken reason. There's no point to it because these beers aren't going anywhere, right? Like, if it's not, it's not flagship February. Like,
0: what is it for? Like, yeah, like, like there, flag, like that's uh, okay. Sorry. Right. What Steve were you Russ? trying to I, say there? You didn't. You just, you just talked for like two straight minutes and did not say <laughs> a single sentence. Um, let me like try to talk through this. So like, it's not like, yes, flagships exist, but those are just beers that have existed for a long ass time. Um, these smaller breweries have flagship beers. And like, how many times have we talked about flagship beers? Like it, it, it. Like, you have to have a beer that, like, kicks off, like, your hype, but you don't have to have it all the
1: time. I don't fucking know. Can someone else talk, please? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so so my thing was, Jake, please eat closer to the microphone. <laughs> uh, <laughs> my microphone is literally right next to my This mouth. is going to be a nightmare. I I'm sorry. Just mute I, it.
0: I apologize because I feel like I'm the one that, that threw this entire podcast, <laughs> like, in the trash.
1: So this is going to be no, like, no, what the fuck is happening. All right, let me, WTF. let me, go, let me go back. Let me try to explain what Alex meant by that. So at the end of the day, Boston lager might be the best lager on the planet, but people write it off as big beer because it's not brewed by somebody in their basement and being pushed to a super secret can release on a Tuesday in fucking February. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I feel like that
0: is something, like, I, I feel like that's, like, a, a, a critique on us, like, and the craft beer industry, like, in general. It's, like, we kind of, like, write things off when they're, like, big, when we should kind of just be, like, appreciating, like, it, it's larger craft beer players, like, not big beer are, like, making things... Like, they're trying to adapt to the market. Like, should we be writing them off? Like, should, like, you know, maybe we should try them. Maybe we should be more open to these kinds of things. Because if we're not, then maybe we're the pretentious ones that are, like, what the fuck? Like, like, we're the ones... Like, it's, like, a self-critique, you know? Like... It's it's becoming it's becoming like very, you know, like meta at this point.
1: You yeah, know? no, you're right. I, I I see what you're saying. I don't know that it makes a lot of sense, but <laughs> 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 uh, you,
0: motherfuckers! you motherfuckers!
1: No, but I mean, like, uh, but I uh, but like Stone is one that reaches out and collabs with smaller breweries. Um, There's there's a ton of these places that have gotten really big really fast, like Southern Tier. Well, yeah, like Southern Tier Victory, you know, these guys are like they're smaller players in a bigger pond, but the, even even places like uh, the Vale and the Answer, like those types of breweries are so big, so fast that I think they don't they don't know what they have. You know what I mean? Like a lot of these places maybe didn't realize that they were becoming so big until they were already that big. You know what I mean? Like, right. like, like, yeah. I'm sure Sam cook didn't sit there in his basement and go, man, you know what? Boston lager is going to be in every bar in America because, you know, I, I feel like it's a good beer, you know, like he didn't sit there and do that. He just fucking worked his ass off and made a good product and got it to uh, market faster than anybody else. Like, yeah, he didn't sit there and go, man, this beer is going to be in every sports bar and we're going to sit there and we're going to watch March madness. And, oh, Wait, no, we can't say that because it's trademarked. Um, we're gonna watch college basketball hoops, and in March, yeah, we're gonna watch college. We're gonna basketball watch hoops in
0: March, <laughs> hoop sports tournament, yeah, <laughs> in the springtime. Hoopy time. shoots,
1: hoopy shoots,
0: <laughs> spring craziness basketball
1: tournament. <laughs> oh my god. So, but, oh but you know what I mean? Like these guys didn't sit there and plan yeah. on being the biggest brewery in the world. They just planned on making a good product and people got behind them and they were like, yeah, you know what? This is fucking great. Let's, let's go to this bar instead of, you know, Tom's basement shack. <laughs> and Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's, yeah.
0: Yeah. That, that brings yeah. up a good question. That brings up a good question is do we think that any of the smaller breweries that are opening now Will ever reach the level of Sam Adams or Stone or Bell's or Founders? It, I it, honestly, it's, I think it's, we've already think been to a couple. It's the next. It's it's just the next step. Like it's not like it. I, it's just the way the market is. Like there's clearly going to be more. Like. yeah. I don't think. uh
1: else talk. Alex, Alex.
0: Okay, let's. Uh,
1: let's do, do, do do <laughs> No, I don't. Oh
0: I don't God. think it is the next step. I don't think that it's just like a natural progression. I think that. I think that a lot of these places have there, their. There's own no way. There's the, no they, way that that people won't like rise to that like level. Like it's not, it's not like Sam Adams is going to be the biggest brewery like for the rest of eternity. Like, yeah, but it, I don't like, think that, clearly. I, I don't think it's gonna, about that. I don't think that, and I feel like we've had this discussion before. When you look at places like uh, like Ballast Point that got bought by whoever for a billion dollars, like th- I don't think that, that that many people aspire to that, and I don't think that they're willing to give up their their creativity and small business mindset to just start mass producing these places. Right. Like, I don't think that I think that after a couple, like the the owners of these places, they like, that's a lot of effort to put in to produce and mass produce like your beer. And I feel like you lose as a, as a creator in the way that a lot of these brewers are, I feel like you lose your ability to, Uh, be as creative as possible and continue to make every single type of beer that you like to the highest quality that you like, right? It's, you know, you don't want to just produce as much as you possibly can because then it, it starts to almost dilute, like, what you're doing. But do you think that the people that run Sierra Nevada, like, Sam Adams, like, d- do you think they thought that initially? Like, uh, maybe, but was it? And it's like, different for everybody. I'm not saying that there aren't people with aspirations it, to do I think something just, like that. I mean, but obviously, like, like now like you said, it's a different market now. So maybe people won't like rise to that level. But if you can have like, if you can like take a step down from like from being so ubiquitous. Ooh. And just have, like, a ton of... I know, is SAT that the word, word of the week? That's two word of the week. Um, if you can, bah, like, bah, 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 if you can take a week. step... <laughs> if you can take a step back and just have, like, so many players that are producing such a high-level beer, like, all over the place, like, it, is that a bad thing? It's, it's not, like, you don't need to be a national brand if you can cover, like, your, like locality like your like neighbor not even neighborhood like like a larger portion of like where you are like doesn't matter if you're making the best that you can make like it like it doesn't it's not about being a national brand like I I don't think people think that way anymore
1: I feel like it's really hard to draw a good metaphor for what the beer industry is like, right? Because
0: yeah. we're also, we're also very in tune with the, the beer industry. So we can say these things like without any, uh, dissent, you know, like we're so good about like knowing about all of the beer trends. We're such the smartest, the smartest and the biggest and the best. No, I don't, I,
1: I mean, at the end of the day, though, I don't, I don't think that was that, that was a joke. I don't know; the joke didn't hit. I'm sorry. Just continue. Oh no, I understood the joke. It just wasn't funny.
0: It wasn't. You're right, um, and I I totally agree with that. <laughs> it was like very poorly done sarcasm. It was. It was done. It was.
1: It was really Guys, funny. like I want you to understand that we're like the best podcast. Man. That's
0: what I meant. That's no, what but I meant. if if, that's what I meant. if anybody is cut out to talk about these things, it's people like us who, are. <laughs> and that's like sort of where we come from. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Like, oh, oh wait, that, that was sarcasm. Of, I'm sorry. Sarc- yeah, kind of <laughs> from, <laughs> no, coming Something from. Real. No, because like the whole intent behind this podcast is to is to make sort of like dumb down the beer industry. Yeah, it's and, and like things. it's <laughs> like so. it's three people who know literally nothing about any sort of business
1: or but we're also learning along with the thing. It's like the every man it's the
0: everyman's beer podcast. That's really what I think that's really what we're going for. Like I'm not trying to sit here and act like I'm a fucking expert. Like I've brewed oh, three batches of beer in my life and they've all been
1: like Absolutely basically, undrinkable. Basically, yeah. piss,
0: basically no, piss no, 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 no. Okay, I, I okay. might actually the porter. To drink the my porter was not bad. The porter was not bad. The porter was palatable. If I, if I will say so myself, Nick, have you
1: considered Invisalign? <laughs> Fuck off! <laughs> All right, no, but. I'm not. I'm I'm not. All right, um, so yeah, let's get back to. Jake, I think you're right, but to my. I think you're right, but we're not. We're not just every man. We're we're Beverly man. Beverly man. <laughs> Beverly
0: man. Bevery bevery man. Every man. Every every man. Bevery man. Bevery right. stands for Beverly. <laughs> <laughs> I think you should cut that oh, okay.
1: clip and put it oh, in God. there. <laughs> yes, I would love I use, use some it's editorial probably,
0: skills. It's, I will. Probably copyrighted, honestly. It is,
1: but that's, it's college humor, so I'm sure they would just find it funny.
0: And also, we have like 50 listeners. And or so never listened to it and it. Hey, never you know hear what? that we used it.
1: I do want to say, this week we almost hit 200. <gasps> in one week. What? Yeah. Oh my god. Our famous right, friends got us like, there.
0: I feel like we were on the verge of like a good actual discussion about like like large breweries like like it, it, I feel like the market isn't about like big players anymore. No, but I think at the beginning of this conversation you were you were disagreeing with me and then you just came back around and proved my point for me. That it's not it's it I don't think that anybody really has that mindset anymore. Like I think that I think that people are fine with staying smaller and and I think the biggest thing, at least for me or from what I can see with a lot of these breweries, is they they almost take it as a challenge and they, they enjoy the ability to be able to produce whatever they want and mix it up all the time, right? Like like they can they have this like functionality that lets that lets them make a bunch of different styles very quickly and, and it comes and goes. Like I don't think that anybody gets into the craft beer industry at least now and thinks like, oh man, you know what I really want to do? I want to make four IPAs and I'm going to make them all the time.
1: Okay. Like so people are
0: like, oh, okay. Let's let me, do let me our jump standards. in real
1: quick. Let me jump in real quick here. Cause I, I figured out the metaphor. Okay. I figured out the metaphor that'll work for this kind of industry that we're looking at. Right. And the metaphor is like a, like a sous chef that, just works with whatever they're given or like a, you know, like a, like a chef at a really fancy restaurant, right? They're like, you know what? I'm just going to put out whatever I can find or whatever's hot right now, like market value market, you know, like whatever the market's giving me, I'm going to push it back at it. And that's kind of what like the smaller craft beer brewers are doing right now. Kind of. Does that make sense? Is there more? No, that's it. it. That was it that was that
0: i guess but i think that uh, more so among these places that get like a very big reputation is that they like they do some like funky weird stuff you know what i mean like and that's that's sort of what i see with food as well like a lot of the restaurants that i you know i've been traveling quite a bit and a lot of the restaurants that we've found online they're uh, you know we're not just going to some like random like fucking i don't know
1: Like Like that that barbecue place place in Boston that we went to. Yeah,
0: like it's stuff like that. That you know they do it a little bit different. They do it a little bit better than everybody else. You know, and it's not like they're not just saying like, (laughs) oh, this is what's popular. We need to crush this right now. And some of them do that. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. You uh, look at places like uh, like Hitchhiker, and they they do a lot of those lactose beers and things like that, which is which is a craze right now. And I'm not sure that the like. In two or three years, they probably won't make any of them consistently. Maybe, maybe one or two every once in a while. But they're like they're hitting it hard. But Dancing Gnome, like I don't think they really care about like necessarily what everybody else is doing. It's like what they like, what they enjoy, what they think yeah. sells well. And like obviously, when you hit something that like you know you can do really well, and you can make your IPAs and double IPAs. Like they've been hitting double IPAs hard as fuck for the past like year and a half, basically. And they're really good at it, and that's what they're, and that's what people go there for. But yeah. at the same time, they do these weird things. They do some different types of sours and things, and like I think that, like moving forward, they, at least in the Pittsburgh industry, and and there's, I'm sure that there's one per region that is really like pushing the envelope and trying to find out what's next, and like and and sort of take some risks with things. And that's dancing gnome. They throw all these little like side sort of projects that are like. You know, we'll do a weird English, you know, like an ESB type ale or something like that. Like it and takes, the, it takes those types months. of breweries. And I, I don't like to really like focus on, you know, DG, but there, there are places up here too that that do a lot of this like weird, funky stuff. And do you think they that do it. so uh, I I want to know, like, do you guys think that if a brewery started like right now? Like, do you think they would focus on, like, at least, like, in this city? Like, I understand, like, we're in, like, like, we all know. We're We're podcasting. Jesus Christ, Mom. (laughs) Come on, Mom. (laughs) Mom. My God, Mom. Mom, get (laughs) out of here. (laughs) Have another beer, Nick said. Um. (laughs) So, <laughs> do, you think, do you guys think like Mama? This is my that, private time. <laughs> this is my private time. Ma, the meatloaf. Fuck. Ma. I don't know what the fuck? She's no, no. What the fuck? She's doing up there. <laughs> um, do you, Do you think that if if someone opened a brewery and they were kind of like, eh, I, don't, I I kind of want to like liken it to. Like, 11th hour? I feel like 11th hour kind of, like, just went with the flow in terms of, like, styles. I don't really know what their story was. I don't even know if they're very open about their story. Like, do you think people around here would just go for New England-style IPAs? Like, do you think anyone would be, at this point, like, ballsy enough to just, like, put out lagers or some shit like that? You know, like, like, do you think that that is like the starting point for breweries now in this area, at least like this part of the country. I don't know. I think it's, I think it's the starting point for every brewery everywhere. Like, I I don't know how you'd be able to ignore it and, and just strictly do your own thing. But that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's what these places do so well. A lot of the, the new ones that are like gaining ridiculous popularity, like Trillium, like uh, Hudson Valley, like, um, Jesus Christ. I don't know, tired hands. Like those those sets of places. Yeah. Like all of those and 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 all of those places that I just listed haven't been around for more than five years a piece. Industrial Arts is another one that comes to mind. Like they they focus on the IPAs, but then that allows them, you know, once you get your your base or whatever and people people like the stuff that you create. Like I don't want to go to dancing gnome and have an IPA every time
1: you know i'm gonna go to i'm gonna go to these
0: i'm gonna go to these new places i'm gonna try you know their ipas to see what they're like but at the same time like when i went to industrial arts i had like three or four different styles of beer and that's the same thing with some of the places around here like i went to a place called wild ride which i've been to before but we went on friday after work and they have, like, ridiculously cheap beer. That's pretty much why we go. Because I got a thir- I got 13 ounces in, like, a snifter of this, like, peach and raspberry sour that they had for $4. And I was like, that's not how that works usually. Uh, when they put it in a 13 ounce, they make it, like, eight. Because it's more expensive to produce something like that. But I was like, oh, fuck yeah. And then I had, like, a hazy IPA that was pretty good, too. But, you know, I... I'm looking for something that's a little bit different and that's the thing. Like if you, if you continue to get these people into the craft beer industry and and a lot of them are like in tune with all of these places, like I think that we're like really hardcore into it, right? Like we're, we're the ones who are following breweries that are all over the fucking country. Yes. Um, but you know, when you go to your local place, like I, I like to try different things. I like to, I'm not really sure what the point of this whole monologue was, but it's, it's good to see that people aren't just putting out stuff because they think it's popular.
1: Yes. No, I, I wholeheartedly agree with that. Um, I will say Sarah and I had a little bit of a crazy day yesterday. Um, after I got out of work, uh, we hit Dancing Gnome, obviously. Hung out there for a little while. Um, went to Driftwood for dinner. And I had the uh, Outer Planet Pilsner for the first time from... Hitchhiker, that beer, like I, it like, it like caught me off guard how good it was. And that's where like, Alex, you were saying like, oh, are these, are these places just going to pop up that do like loggers only and stuff like that. Like loggers are f- super fucking expensive for breweries to do. Right, like yeah. that's not it. That's not an easy style to just jump into. So, God, I hope so. I hope somebody goes out and just does. You know what? We're going to be a fucking German brewery in the middle of yeah. uh, Pennsylvania Dutch territory, or something crazy like that. Because right. that's the type of stuff that's exciting in the brew in, in the the craft beer industry now. Is being so fucking good at your craft that you can go up against the Weisssteiner or the um, Westfaliaan, like like. If you're going to sit there th- and say, I can brew yeah. a Belgian better than the fucking Belgians... I mean, I mean... Then like, that's... You... Like,
0: it, I I feel like what I was kind of getting at is that y- you can't... Like, it, it doesn't seem like you can just... Like, if you're going to start a brewery that's going to, like, make these weird styles very good, like, you have to be working at it for... A long ass time like like people don't start breweries and then just like start making like phenomenal belgians like phenomenal lagers like y- like you you can you could you could like like you can make like a, a like a like a decent ipa like you know how many how many like good enough ipas that we had like you know we're sitting Even some like, homebrewed IPAs that, I've had that like really aren't that bad. bad, but that's like like I know the point you're trying to make is there are styles of beer that you that have are like so um, generational that you don't really know how to make it right off the bat, and there are, there are like clearly easier styles to brew. You oh, know yeah. what I mean? Like it's hard to fuck up something that you're hopping the shit out of, right? But when you can't cover up like mistakes with hops. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sure that like Green Flash, when the first time they made like Palette Wrecker, they were just like, it doesn't matter what the what the base beer tastes like, as long as we throw a shitload of hops in it. Right. But when you're like, when you're trying to make these like lighter, you know, more like European style beers, you don't, you're not hiding behind hops. Everybody wants hops nowadays. But if you're making like some lemony wit beer or something, you you can't really hide behind anything. And you need, like, you really need to be, like, masterful in the way that you do it. And not a lot of places are probably not, I don't want to say that they're not good enough, but maybe they're not willing to take that risk.
1: Right. I think and it's I also, like, like I, a devotion like to time least, like, and devotion of resources. Now,
0: like, the breweries that we know in this area, like, they are comfortable enough with their ability to make something, like, hoppy, like, a New England style. So, maybe that's why everyone's kind of branching out like you know maybe they've gotten big enough that they have like the the funds to to make this kind of stuff um but you know i i can't imagine these brewers are like oh i just want to make an ipa for the rest of my life like you know i i think no absolutely we're we're constantly talking about like these people are very creative. Like they and they and they're around a lot of creative people all the time. Like how many bartenders have we met that are like artists? You know, like like they don't want to be complacent. They want to make these different styles and see if they can do this stuff. But you need the funds. So, you know, it, it, it kind of makes sense that that breweries would open up and only be making something that they could you know, like the turnover is very quick and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, I I would, so I guess sort of looping back to what we were talking about before, I think that the next, the next brewery that will be able to like launch itself into this just massive amount of fame. And honestly, if I had to pick one right now that I think is going to do that is Trillium because you just hear pretty much every day in the news, you hear something about them Expanding, they're they're getting a a tap room by Fenway Park. Like, oh they've got God. a new I farm. Saw room. I saw like, that. yeah, like, like that is right. going to be crazy, and it's More going to be insane. ridiculous. Yeah, it's like, going to be crowded nonstop. It doesn't matter if there's a game. It doesn't matter what's going on. Like like all the other places are, and and I've been when it's you know a little bit slower, but it's weird odd hours on like a Thursday afternoon or something. But the next big thing. And and this goes for, like, pretty much every industry. This is just, like, kind of saying what everybody already knows. It's just whoever is the next big innovator, right? The, the person who comes up with the next, you know, crazy idea in the beer industry. Like, everybody can make a good IPA. Everybody can make a good stout at this point. All this kind of stuff. Like, who's doing, like, w- the weirdest, coolest, newest thing? People are going to go out of their way to go get that. And I'm surprised, honestly... I mentioned industrial arts earlier in the podcast like they do one of the most ridiculous things I've ever seen when it comes to brewing, fully automated, fully integrated brewing system that they don't tout nearly as much as they should. And I did just see some stuff this week about how they're, they just got a new canning line and stuff that looks ridiculous. I mean, it's a lot of what they're doing is already used pretty widely in like general manufacturing. Um, i mean having sort of come from that industry like I, i've seen all this types of all this type of like automation and stuff i've never seen it in craft craft brewing and i, th- I guess that's why i sort of geek out about it is because it's such a it, it really hits home for me as like an engineer because it, it like marries the two things that i absolutely love which is engineering and beer and 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 they do it so flawlessly and it it's it's literally just the coolest thing like even if you don't give a fuck about the science behind beer and you just like the beer, they make really good fucking beer and they're going to they're going to keep you there. You're you're going to be asking a shitload of questions cuz it just looks like a fucking spaceship. It looks like the fucking big ass ball looking thing from Star moon. Wars. Whatever the fuck that thing is. The, the, Death, fu- Star? the Death Star. The, the fucking Death. Star. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, I think that that's it's like it's fucking the, Death I'm, Star. I'm, I'm kind of Star. Are you saying Death Star? Death,
1: no, no, he's Death? saying Death? Death Star? Death Depth Star? Death Star? Death Star? Death Jam Records? Death, Death, Star? Death, Death Star? Death Star? Death Star? Hey. Death Star? Death Star? Death Star? De- <laughs> Actually, you know what's funny is... <laughs> the Raptar? <laughs> there's a, uh, a... Revolution does a beer called Death Star.
0: I... It's too much. It's, that's a good. That's a good way to 100%. get around. That's a good way to get around the copyright. But it's spelled D E T H because
1: I guess their one of their owners or one of their founders. His last name is D E T H. Death. That's crazy.
0: Anyway, back to my point. It, it, that that's the type of stuff that like I'm really looking for. People like because you get all these places like they all have a really nice tap room and they all have like charming staffs except for Grist House. And uh Oshay, oh, oh, <laughs> can you bleep that though? Like I feel like that would be fun. Yeah, no, like, I, I, oh, I like uh, it
1: there. I like, like guys. So these um, guys. no, know. we do like Gris House a no, lot. No, but
0: you think about you think about places like the places that I love and a lot of places up here, like it's a different world on the West Coast. Like everybody's fucking friendly as fuck. But um it, it, are but something else is like someone's gonna someone's gonna like come come in and just, just revolutionize the game and I'm I'm sort of looking forward to that. And um, it's cool. Like- it's cool for the local places too, because they all still like they all still have a piece. You know what I mean? Like they're going to. I don't. I. I don't think that's going away, which is good. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> and thanks, tweet. Uh, Scene, <laughs> and,
0: and that's it. And that's it. That's the podcast. <laughs> and it's and good. Thank you guys for listening. Um, no, thanks, no. Jake, for being the
1: only person who's actually <laughs> was, talking no, whenever like, you get the spotlight. That,
0: that, was, that was pretty much what I'm saying. Like, I, I feel like it's 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 such a it, it's like a community thing now. Like, it's not it's not about. And I think that's what I was getting at earlier. It's like it's not. Mm it's not really a national thing anymore. Like it's become so, and I, I will say it again, ubiquitous that like no one, like not no one. I mean, obviously like the the dicks that we know that go to all the breweries around here and like want to, want to get beers and ship them off to motherfuckers and like fucking Nevada and shit. Like, you know, first off, fuck them. But like it, Those people in Nevada deserve Pittsburgh beer. It's it's a communal thing. Like it's, it's, it's becoming more centralized to like where you are. Like it, it, and
1: sorry, just one of the most poignant things that I've heard or seen recently, (laughs) Jake just dab on him one time. Um, One of the things that I've seen recently, and and this is just like a, it's like one of those like motivational things and collaboration, not competition is something that really just like stands out to me. Right. In this industry in particular, everybody else is like, Oh fuck that guy across the street. You know what? Yeah. I I have better oranges than him in my orange cart. Like honestly, that kind of thing, you know, for
0: us, for us at this point, like we don't care about like who's better than who, like, we care about the dicks that are making it about competition. Like, like the people who are like shipping shit out, you know, like I'm more pissed about people like buying beer just to buy beer and ship it to other people. Like just enjoy what you have, you know,
1: there, I will and say, I say there's, there's a caveat to industry, that,
0: but I, I will never not think like you like, like, you're not like, you're not making the beer, like stop making it, it like your business. I like, think you
1: need to, you need to clarify that. You mean f- the people that do it for profit? Yeah, I agree. Right. Yeah. Because the people that do it for their friends and buddies out of town and stuff like that, that they oh, get beer back. Yeah, no, no, totally I mean, cool. I mean, but I'm,
0: like I, if, if we were shipping it to each other, like if we all lived in different parts of the country and like, we were totally cool with that, like that's fine. Um, I I just I, I don't understand why people need to you know that this is you know how many times have we have this fucking conversation but I it it's just it, how many how many places around here make good ass beer like how many other cities have we been to that have good ass beer that
1: you know I
0: I think you, that it just fo- it fools people into thinking that that these things are worth. Trading for and going way out of your way and not having beer as fresh as it should be, you know. And there, there are places and companies that do, you know, uh, beers of the month and like what's the what's the company that starts with a T that does uh, Taver does Taver yeah Taver like that's a cool that's a cool thing. But when you just you lose the quality, you lose like the. <laughs> Like you can get any beer you want from anybody. You know what I mean? Like you could hit, you can hit somebody up from Texas and, and whatever the big name places down there are. Yes, sir, King. You can get them shipped. You can get them shipped to just about anybody. Yeah. Yeah. Just go on. And you, what you, loo- you lose, you lose, you lose the, the experience. Like. I think like, I, okay. I get that. You know, maybe people aren't able to go do these things every week or every year or whatever, but that's, what's part that part of it is more, I, I think it's more about like just experiencing what you have and, and appreciating what you have more than going out of your way. Cause you see that like a bunch of people are posting on untapped or something. And that... honestly, if, if you're doing it more often than not, like what you're paying in, I, like these people are upcharging this shit like crazy. Like, and you're also paying for like them to ship it to you. Like, you might as well just like take a couple months off save some money up and just go and visit another place like it's not even just about the beer at that point it's like just experiencing like a, a different city like a different culture you know like, it, and, and, like and and it's, hardly it's, well, hardly can you not sense find to me like maybe like one time if if I, like i wanted to you know try something from like the, the far West coast, like I would pay someone, but like, I'm not doing that all the time. Like people are clearly doing that enough that these, these assholes that I see at uh, these breweries that we frequent in Pittsburgh are just like talking about how, Oh, we just, we just got this so we could trade it. And like, blah 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 like, Oh, my friend's at tree house. So we're going to come down. Like, fuck you. Honestly, like, You're, oh my God. And it's not, if you're overpaying for beer,
1: they're not your friends. If you're overpaying for beer, they're not your friends.
0: Like period. They don't want, they don't want you to do that because they know it's not as good as when you get it immediately. You know, like it's, it it, it's, it's, it's doing a disservice to the people you're shipping it to. It's doing, it's fucking over the people that make the beer because they want it to be as fresh as possible, like it, it's it's complete fucking bullshit, and I I it, it makes me so mad that people are like they just write it off like oh yeah oh I don't even care like I don't even want this beer I just want to trade it it's I like, can honestly you. sit like, here don't get out of line honestly like yeah. I'm gonna wait in I- this line for this beer that I really want and you're gonna sit here and and act like you know, you want this beer when honestly, all you want to do is fucking sell it for whatever, like 150% profit. Like, fuck you. Honestly, I can sit here and say that I will never do a, you know, in search of, or, you know, all like that bullshit, because I know for a fact, I've been to some of the best, some of the, the most highly regarded breweries in the country. I've been to, I want to say, I don't know of the top, like what I would consider the top 10, I've been to maybe three or four of them and you can find beer. That's pretty much just as good around the corner. Yeah. And, It's and it's fresher and it's coming from it's coming from local people that you know and you support if you go to their brewery a lot, right? Like, yeah, that's what's cool. That's what I like about you know, as much as we do making, like, right, as much as we do talk about this is not Sam Adams that's just making like a fuck ton of beer just to make a fuck ton of beer, you know? Like, oh god, it it like I don't know where this came from, but like. I, like fuck these people! Like I, I can tell I, you're I fired up. Yeah. I stood in line and listened to these people, and I'm like, you know what? Fuck you, honestly.
1: Like it's fuck you. So it's never gonna stop. Number one, it's not. Number it's two, not, and I'm it's not get get worse, stop complaining about it. No, no, no. Number number two is if you want to collect every single can from every single brewery in Pittsburgh or brewery in you know, Chicago or Maine or Florida or wherever the fuck you're at, then that's fine. But if you like, if you're really that obsessed with it, then you should probably just go there. Like I feel like it's, it's so drawn out. I feel like this, this whole beer trade thing is just getting to the point where people aren't even making beer for their regular customers anymore, which uh, that's not what I'm saying at all. I'm saying that like, these people are not even buying beer for themselves. Like beer is meant to be enjoyed and it's meant to be this, this like uh, communal thing. It's a, it's a community like coming together and everybody like share a pint and, you know, cheers and like talk to the guy next to you, you know, that kind of thing. But it's and not, here's, a, here's the kicker for me. Go on. I don't need to cut in. Travel's not that
0: expensive in a lot of ways. Like if you're getting, if you're having people bring you fucking, uh, other half and and uh, Hudson Valley and stuff, and you're in fucking Pittsburgh, dude. Take a fucking Greyhound, okay? No, no no, 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 no. Not, not
1: Greyhound. Okay, Megabus, Megabus, Megabus. What I, or, or, Megabus. Take, or take
0: the fucking Amtrak. You know what I mean? Like, take two days off of work, save your fucking money for like half a
1: paycheck. Take yeah, don't the, the, take spend money train, on shipping costs, and you can make train,
0: a train trip there. Take the train that's, you know, I don't know, round trip to New York train from, Pen- or from Pennsylvania, it, literally anywhere from Pennsylvania, is not going to run you more than $100. For me, if I was like, if I really felt like it and I wanted to go to like fucking Texas or something, like if you plan the trip out ahead of time, you can get cheap ass flights pretty much anywhere. Like I just paid for a, pl- a round trip ticket to Florida yesterday for $400. From, From fucking Oregon, Oregon. Okay, there are ways of getting these things. You do not need to overpay for beer that's been sitting for too long. That you, God knows how it got to you, in what condition it's in. You're doing a disservice to the brewers. You're doing a disservice to the people who work their asses off to produce the best beer that they can produce. So that their customers can enjoy it. And I and and it's different, Preach. you know. Uh, it's obviously different when you're doing distribution and stuff.
1: Preach. Oh, and he's gone. Where would he go? Oh no. found I. Yeah, no.
0: Uh, I, I if I can just continue with what Hey, oh. there
1: he is. Hey. Hey.
0: Yeah, so distribution is another thing, right? Like that uh, distribution's great because you're, you know, you're getting your product out. You look at a, a place like Night Shift is a great example of somebody who who like really took their, you know, sort of like stardom to the next level by, by creating their own distribution service. That's great. That's awesome. But like the fact that, Oh, Oh, I don't get, I don't get other half distributed to me. So, uh, I'm going to fucking, you know, I'm going to go out of my way to pay $30 for like two cans of fucking some random bullshit that I guarantee other half's great. Don't get me wrong. I've had their beer. It's fantastic. It is fantastic. (laughs) It is not, it is not 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 worth paying three times as much, two or three times as much, when you can save up your money. You can hit. You can travel to New York. You can hit probably six or ten of the top fifty breweries in the fucking world yep. if you save up your money for like we're talking, three weeks. We're
1: talking equilibrium. Honestly. We're talking like, uh, like I, I like six point. Like yeah, you're. you're I mean, there's. There's a shit ton of stuff in New York. There's a shit ton of stuff just, in Pittsburgh. It, There's a shit ton of stuff in Chicago. It just amazes me that people are like
0: honestly people are lazy enough to just pay for this shit and just get it shipped to their house. And you, uh, even if even if you like it's a reputable like trader which it's just fucking oh. stupid. To me like the fact that you, know, you had to say something like that no but i and i've i've been in a position where it's, it's fucking i've grown like it's gross. it is because that's the thing if you're it's, not it's, having a lot of these you're the you're profiting off of people who like devote their lives to making good beer like they
1: you're 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 oh my god you're you're stealing from them like I'll be honest. you're stealing. From we've that. we've had that conversation before, yes. But I I want to know what the brewers' takeaway on that is. Like, I want to know if they know these traders, if they know that these people are just there to buy their beer. I want to find somebody that turns those people away. It, I want to find somebody that's so connected. It's hard. And, it's hard because no, you no. don't
0: want to. You, you know, you don't want to just turn away good customers and you don't really know what anybody's intentions are when they're just I, buying I, I it, know, right? You're not going to ask everybody. That's
1: not what I, I mean think, though. I want I want to, I, I want a brewery that exists on the social media pulse and says, you know what? No, I've seen you Dave posting in uh, beer traders online on Facebook and you're, yeah. you're buying this beer just to flip it for double what I'm charging you for it. You're going to give me my cut. So you're going to pay double for what, you're buying from my brewery and shit like that. Like I want, I want that person to be, you
0: know, that's very difficult to do. Oh no, I agree. I, 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 I would love people to be more vocal about that. And I, I don't, maybe like, maybe they don't care enough. Yeah. I can imagine they do
1: the thing but, is though you know, there's it,
0: just a, there's a market for it and, I, I and think, there will continue to be a market i think it's just it. like the attitude of these people that we've heard and that we've seen that is just so like it's so ta- it's like it's tacky it's gross like it's like scummy that you're going to like you're going to sit here and you're going to stand in line and you're going to take beer from people who want to just buy it and enjoy it to just pawn it off on someone that just Wants the the next beer from the brewery that's like very good in this area. Like it, it's gross. It I, am, I love to compare it to. I'm <laughs> thinking like I'm thinking of like instances where I've actually been in line and heard people talking and seen people like go in and they bring it out and they're like, I hate this, but I'm still gonna stay in line. Like it is so fucked up to me that some like. You're like, like, don't be a dick. Like you're like, you have a job, like go make your money and come and enjoy your beer. Like don't, don't make this. It's not, it's not for you. It's not for you to make profit off. Like it's, it's so fucked up. It's so fucked up. It makes me so mad.
1: My thing is, I think that there are a couple of breweries in Pittsburgh alone that are like this more than other places. Now, I mean, I get that there's probably other places around the country that are this way, but Voodoo is the one that comes to mind as being the most egregious when it comes to the hype train because they don't announce their releases until literally minutes before they're available. Like, if I want... A black magic, if I want a black magic from Voodoo, I have to have my notifications turned on on their Instagram page. I have to be ready at a moment's notice to drop everything, like leave my job and go stand in line at the brewery for what is what equates to maybe, you know, 60 to 70 customers getting the beer who on the secondary market are making anywhere between 100 and 3000% markup. On these beers, anywhere between one hundred and three thousand percent. That's a twenty dollar bottle of beer being sold for a thousand dollars. How fucked up is that?
0: Just just having to say it That's out loud difficult. is ridiculous. I mean, well, I, I love to compare it to because I, I was at one point in my life for a brief period I was into like. To flipping, like, I know my math. Or, like, I'm, or or I know I'm, my like, math in- is not
1: right on that, by the way. I just want to throw that out there.
0: Because <laughs> I know somebody's going to go... I hey, I, I just want everybody to, to $1, know... $1,000. At one point, stupid. Nick Nick wanted to try to... He wanted to try to be a math teacher. And that's... That's the math from a, a potential math teacher. So,
1: that's... The American school system has welcome. never been in better shape. Your kids are welcome. <laughs> no, but... Thank so, you.
0: what I compare it to, and, and you know, maybe I can... Serve to wrap up this this conversation because it's been very enlightening, and I think it's been a very good conversation. <laughs> is it's been? At I, least I, I I compare it to I compare it to the, uh, flipping I, shoes, and and the thing that makes it so like ridiculously different than flipping shoes is that it's a perishable item. Okay, shoes is one thing. You know what I mean? You you buy shoes, you can keep those for decades. You know, like they make high quality shoes nowadays that are going to last you for forever, and a lot of these people are like collectors of shoes and things like that. And this is the closest comparison that I could make is that this industry is like, there's everybody, it hypes it up, hypes everything up so much and they create this huge buzz. And it's good for the brewery because people, you know, people are always interested in what they're doing and what they're producing. But at the same time, I can't imagine that the people in New York city or Chicago or Pittsburgh or Bend, Oregon, or, you know, San Francisco, California are producing this beer so that, that it can be shipped and that it isn't supposed to be enjoyed at at its freshest and i that's that's primarily what you want to do is produce this beer so that people drink it and they enjoy it you know within maybe a week or two of you like finishing it because these these breweries do not put preservatives of any kind in their beer they don't do any of that kind of stuff so unless you're keeping it at the right the, the exact right temperature you're you're having you have it in the fridge for The entire time that you're not giving it to somebody else and then they, you give it to them and they immediately give it to their refrigerator to take in as a refrigerator is a person. Um, It's, it's just, it, it doesn't give a good light to the brewing industry and to a lot of these breweries. Cause we've talked about it before and Nick has said it too, that, you know, we, he's had stuff that he knows isn't a good representation of a brewery in line at some of these places. And ultimately it's just frustrating to see that people are taking advantage of small businesses really, and and trying to profit off of it when they're, they're just here to try to make sure that you are enjoying the product that they're making.
1: Yeah, no, I, I, I agree completely. The other thing that I wanted to say on top of that is, Oh, shit. I totally lost it. Mm. Damn it. I I had something for that. This
0: is a a conversation that I feel like we could devote an entire podcast to and I could just scream about for for all eternity. Um, I feel like we should probably wrap up here. Um, uh, Moving forward, I, I don't know of anything that's coming up recently. And by recently, I mean like in the near In future, the near future, yeah, that's what I meant. Um, you know, uh, most of our breweries are, most of our favorite breweries are coming up with uh, some good ass shit that's meant to be consumed uh, fresh, and we will try to. Consume oh no, I remember what I was like. going to
1: say. I remember what I was going to say. Okay, so the breweries that do distribute across the country, the breweries that reach out and put things out there far away from their home base work for ever on making sure that the product that you're getting across the country is the same product that they're brewing at home, right? Like that was one thing that, um, main brewing, right? Like when we talked to Shane, he was like, they, they really perfected, they really tried to make sure that what you get is, what they are putting out at the brewery. So even if it does take a couple weeks to get to Pennsylvania, even if it takes a couple weeks to get to Florida and you know wherever else, they want you to know that it's going to be the same <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Um, but they want you to know that it's going to be the same at the bottle as it is at the source, right? Regardless of where it's at. So the fact that these third party people are, are coming up and saying, you know what? I can do that same thing. Uh, I can keep it in my fridge for a couple of weeks and I can send it across the country to my fucking, you know, friends over and you know, that kind of thing. No, it doesn't fucking happen. I'm sorry. These, these companies are fucking working their asses off to get this shit out there and living. I'm living for that, that. No, that's a really good, that's a really good conclusion. Well, no, I, that was no, very I, well I, said.
0: I, no, I, I,
1: won't.
0: um, uh, as far as me really moving good. forward, uh, I, I have a couple of trips lined up in the next week or so here. So I'll, I'll be traveling for work, heading to Boston next weekend. Ooh, so dope. I'll be hitting up, I'll be hitting up uh, all my favorite spots back home. Um, and then I'll be traveling actually later that week to Las Vegas. Wild and wonderful. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's the big, the big apple, <laughs> the windy city. <laughs> <laughs> the Windy City, the Sunshine State—that is the now. biggest
1: little city in the U.S. <laughs> <laughs> A whale's <laughs> vagina. Well, New is, York, New this is, York. All right, this um, has been um, an absolute uh, shit show.
0: An absolute shit show. And we're probably I, just going to re
1: record this episode
0: tomorrow. I'm so happy that we were all here for it. I can't. No, I've loved, I've loved every minute of this one. I no, This is I, really if fun. I do actually. Say so myself, this is actually probably, uh, sound quality aside, probably one of our better episodes. I agree. <laughs> we've had, if some, being completely we've had some
1: fucking opinions. We didn't talk once about the beers that we were drinking. And fuck okay. all y'all. We Thanks for that, listening. Have a good night. Cheers. And welcome to the end of the podcast. You made it this far, so why don't you go and follow us on social media? At the Weekly Recap on Instagram. At the Weekly Recap 1
0: on Twitter. Or email us, theweeklyrecap1 at gmail.com. And we'll see you next week.